0: Coming to you from the KUCI headquarters in sunny Irvine, California, it's the talk show formerly known as Half-Past Five with Paxton Wright. Tonight's guest, hip-hop artist Sean Holographic, featuring music from Sean Holographic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Paxton Wright. Oh folks, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. How are y'all doing on this lovely, absolutely stellar Wednesday evening? I mean, I know the answer is good. It's Wednesday. I've never heard of someone having a bad Wednesday before. It keeps a a good track record as being a, a prime favorite day of the week for most people. This is, of course, all untrue. Nobody likes a Wednesday, but I hope I can make your Wednesday just a little more tolerable. You're past the hump, baby. You're driving home from work. Uh, the your your SO's got dinner waiting at home for you, or or maybe you maybe you're single and you got a maybe you got a Stouffer's chicken fettuccine Alfredo sitting in your freezer, uh, and and uh, the next episode of of Chernobyl. All queued up on your uh, your Amazon Prime. I'm jealous. That sounds like a great evening. See, see the silver linings. They're not so bad. Well, I'm hoping I can make y'all's commute just a little more tolerable. We have a terrific show for you tonight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not beat around the bush too much and make this intro pretty short. I was lucky to sit down the other day with uh, an independent artist named uh, Sean Holographic, other known, otherwise known as Holograph. Uh, he is I think a real anomaly in the world of indie hip hop in a very good way. It's not to say that there aren't a lot of brilliant sort of unsung artists in that that world yet, but Sean Holographic really stands out to me as one of the few that is really doing something truly avant-garde and truly unique in the very oversaturated world of, you know, SoundCloud and and uh indie unsigned rappers on spotify again it's not to suggest that there aren't plenty others that have a talent but i think sean holographic really has uh, a truly unique voice and a really interesting knack for sonic experimentation that you don't hear a lot of and you'll see what i mean because we'll be closing out the show with some of his tracks so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that uh, track off his previous mixtape, Black Goku, as well as a track off his upcoming EP, Black Piece of Ish, as we uh, lovingly referred to it in our interview, because we we have uh, FCC breathing down our necks, but you can you can fill in the blank of what uh, Ish actually means. Anyway, uh, so you don't, you're going to want to stay tuned for that, hear what I mean firsthand about his music, but we had a fascinating interview, uh, definitely, I think... One of my best so far on this show, and I think one of my most bizarre—and I say that in the best, most adoring way possible—we talked about the spiritual significance of dreams, whether or not there is one at all. We talked about uh, floating orbs flying through forests. We talked about—we talked about a whole gaggle of bizarre subjects—and uh, very got deep into the muck of metaphysics, and. It's not a realm I've explored on this show so far, and I had a lot of fun exploring it, so hopefully uh, Sean Holographic sets a new precedent for this show, but we will we will see. Anyway, I had a lot of fun having this conversation. I hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. I won't take up any more of your time, except to say that if you want to reach out to me for whatever reason, you can uh, email me. At PaxtonWright at KUCI.org. That's P-A-X-T-O-N-W-R-I-G-H-T at K-U-C-I dot HO-R-G! That's right, folks. I went all the way to the other side of the, uh, the booth to do that. So I hope you appreciate the physical stress I put myself under for the sake of your entertainment. To quote the great Brian Adams, you know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Check out the podcast version of this show at Apple Music, or excuse me, Apple Podcasts and Spotify at KUCI colon the talk show formerly known as Half Past Five. Just uploaded my previous episode with uh, comedian Amos Vernon the other day. So check that out if you missed it. It was uh, another great interview. This will be up in the next couple of days. Uh, And that's about it on my end, folks. So I guess I'm just gonna... Get off this mic now, and we'll just get right to the show. So, I hope you had fun listening to me, and I hope you're not tuning out in mass as I talk like this, because I'm gonna stop right now. Thanks so much, folks. Enjoy my interview with Sean Holographic. There we go. There all right. Uh, yeah. So, Sean, how uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man.
1: Uh, feeling feeling weird. Why? Why weird? Um. I I have a rollout coming soon, and then in a month, I'm gonna have uh, my EP, Black Piece of Ish coming out, and. Uh,
0: we should clarify it's a it's a it's a different word that we can't say on the radio. Oh yeah, yeah. People can fill in the blank. Oh piece yeah, of
1: blank. Oh yeah, they can uh they can definitely fill in the blank on that. It's like a direct contrast to like my earlier work, which was uh, Black Goku kind of taking a just, not kind of, definitely taking a completely different route. It's why my hair looks the way it does, because I used to have a lot of hair you might see in a lot of my pictures, but today in that video, well, just side note, turns out barbershops are all closed on Mondays, which I knew, but I thought that maybe one barbershop I might want to go to would be open today, but no, they all open on Tuesday, most of them are closed on Monday on Mondays so anyway I cut cut my hair in this video after uh releasing after relieving myself um, in the uh number two sense. sure I I,
0: another thing the audience can infer (laughs) I did so
1: on I did so on a uh, video taking apparatus and um, then cut my hair afterwards um, molded it into a pyramid and uh, spray painted it gold, and then put my cut hair on top of it, as one into does, into a sculpture. Why not? Yeah, man. Why not?
0: A matter of self expression. So I-
1: that's why I feel weird today. It was. <laughs> it, it was. It was. I thought of it as a baptism, um, <laughs> uh, a, a a a change of uh, like like stepping through fire, um, coming out different creating negative space like creating negative space in which um, with something that may appear to be uh, off the wall and without reason but when you create that negative space you actually leave room for some positive uh, creativity to then you, you allow way for new thoughts to occur in your head so that's not the only reason I did this, and many other reasons, but. <laughs> <of them.
0: laughs> well, Sean, uh, I was I was I was excited to have you on the show because I expected uh, profound answers to uh, seemingly innocuous questions, and you're already <laughs> delivering right out of the gates. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm appreciating that. But uh, speaking of that um, sort of, uh, I guess I guess generally profound uh, guru esque nature that you exude, <laughs> uh, I think it's um it speaks to your work as well because your work uh, as you know will be playing uh probably if time permits at least at least one track at the end of this show if not more um you know as listeners will be able to hear for themselves you definitely are what i would consider a pretty multifaceted artist you're someone who's very eclectic kind of um there's not one consistent
1: sound yeah 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 i mean yeah definitely do cover like a lot of that's that's some um that that's why I chose the name holographic. Um not ask, not yeah. one of the reasons. Well, yes, one of the reasons, but not the only reason. Um actually the start of that concept was because I consider myself a late bloomer. Like I'm in my late 20s. Um I'm I'm 29. I'll be 30 soon in November. Mm-hmm. So I consider myself a very late bloomer for many different reasons. Um but imagine this image of orbs going through a forest right and some orbs go through that forest and you know they they come out in a relatively short amount of time they they come out and and they come out yellow or or black or um green puce whatever puce? sort of <laughs> oh,
0: you're, you're dropping the niche colors too <laughs> whatever Just sort burnt of burnt
1: sienna <laughs> burnt sienna yeah <laughs> Whatever kind of color you you, you really can, can can sort of think of, but then there could be that one orb that goes through this forest and takes a very long time to come out. But when the orb comes out on the other side, the orb is holographic. Right. So more so putting emphasis on the result of a metamorphosis as opposed to the uh, expedient... Uh, Expediency with with which you get to that 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 change.
0: Do you think that that's kind of where? I mean, does that does that tie into sort of how your creative process tends to work? Is it like is it a very does the idea for a song or a project come very spontaneously, or is is it kind of based in like a slice of life observation? Uh, or is it something that's ruminated on deeply for a long time? Where where, where does this come from?
1: Um, it's us. It's all of those. But uh, the impetus, I'm not in control of that. Which is why I emphasize the need to create negative space. Because if, if you actually put some mental energy towards trying to perceive the white noise in your head, you can't control that you can only, you only have a sense of what's entering your conscious mind. So basically all those songs on Black Goku, um, just came to me. Um, like, uh, most of them in dreams. I actually, I think All of those came in. Yeah, all all the ones on Black Goku came in a dream. And then I record it on my phone when I have the dream, and then I mature the sound further through a meticulous artistic process and reflection.
0: It's interesting you mentioned that they came from dreams because that's something that I think really uh, uh, caught my attention with your work is that it has a very... Ethereal quality to it. It has a it has a a sound that it's simultaneously very familiar and yet kind of uniquely you. Does like does that make sense? It's it's mm. a, it's it's accessible yet niche. Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of one of the things I I really sort of gravitated to your music with when I first heard it. So beyond just uh, sheer imagery and strangeness of them do you believe that dreams have any kind of significance to our experience or do you feel that
1: yeah i I do because you you, you'll admit things to yourself in a dream if you can lucid dream some people don't some people can't i i on the other hand have a lot of lucid dreams and yeah i i remember discovering that i had that sort of subconscious feeling but but what i think is more interesting about dreams is that they lie to you you, I, I discovered this once because because what your dream wants to do is it wants to keep you asleep. So if you discover that you're awake while you're in the dream, you wake up. So I, I I've tested this in my own lucid dreams and like asking myself questions and I don't know how one gets ahead of and I guess it's kind of a paradox that how can you ask yourself questions to test a dream but still not be awake enough to wake up that that that's one of the that's definitely I I can't even answer that for you but I I remember testing this very specifically with um it, it was it was a dream that I had about my father and we had a conversation in the dream and I was like if I call you Tomorrow will you be able to? Because I, I was also testing whether or not dreams were interconnected, where, where, whether or not there is some kind of um, there is some kind of co- connection in the empty space between all like of us. Like a
0: cohesive narrative.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not. 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 Not a cohesive narrative, but that. Yes. That too. But that. Um. But that. Are my dreams somehow connected to yours? Like as I'm having them. So in that dream, I was testing that, and I asked my dad, I was like, if I call you and ask you about this sort of stuff, will you – able to tell me whether or not that is um what wh- whether or not we had the conversation he was like yeah like like yeah 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 we and he was he was all he was just yes anding your <laughs> dreams that's what they do they yes and you and they 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 get they do it in ever creative ways just so you buy into the fact that they're real and then i call him the next day of course of course he had no f- idea they <laughs> were <was> talking about <laughs> right but uh yeah oh, man oh uh freaking he
0: had no idea again this is this is why we pre-record folks (laughs) this is is the magic of computers this is what bill gates promised us um (laughs) many a moon ago uh i'm talking like a viking storyteller now (laughs) um but but so yeah i mean already like i wasn't planning on taking this conversation to the inner workings of the subconscious and the significance of dreams but I I I've never had an interview go this direction before and I'm pretty fascinated so do you believe that I mean because I'm kind of an inherent skeptic about most things I tend to spoil fun for myself all the time Um, so I generally tend not to believe personally that dreams have a spiritual significance to them the way I view it is that and I'm curious just about your take on this because the way I view it is is it's just your brain's random collection of things it's seen throughout days weeks months years mm-hmm. and just spewing them all together into like I don't know this is a story you make sense of it and this is just it's your brain just like emptying the the recycle bin on the desktop to mm-hmm. me it feels like okay do uh, you think there is a deeper more profound meaning to them
1: Uh, what do you think spiritual means I think I think the key question in your the key word in what your question was was the word spiritual. Like, what 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 does spiritual mean to you?
0: I guess a greater significance uh, from something bigger than yourself or bigger than the molecules in your
1: brain. What is what is bigger than yourself mean? Does that mean like? I don't know. Yeah. What What does that mean? Bigger than yourself?
0: Well, first off, bear in mind, I'm not. I'm not challenging your notion. No, no,
1: no. Right. I. I. I, I, I um, don't. I don't believe you are. But these. These are just sincere yeah. questions. Like w- I, I want to get a sense of what you.
0: Something. Well, like like you say that like something can connect all our dreams and our subconsciouses together. Right.
1: Um. I don't believe. No. I don't believe that that's some a case. But um, oh, and maybe I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was testing it and I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Okay. I was testing okay. it and I was wrong. That, okay. okay. That, 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 that thing with my father was that i was trying to test that idea and and the only thing it proved to me was that my dreams lie right. was that my my dreams will they, they'll tell me whatever i need to hear to stay asleep okay. yeah yeah like that's that's all they're trying to do so it it, it kind of begs the question too of like if that is some sort of representation of your subconscious mind what is your subconscious mind doing all the time to keep you unaware, like even in your waking life, because like you said, I tend not to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. You, you can't force yourself to think about your subconscious, right? That's like the nature of it is it's it's eternally elusive. So that's why those moments in which it does illuminate itself for you are so, are so amazing. And, and, uh, but, um, what, what you said about, do I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to believe the way that you do as well about that, but but also, I don't think that that's an important belief either. It's not yeah. to not think that things are connected. Uh, I mean, undoubtedly, everything is connected in some sort of way because we're talking. Whether or not this is all in my, whether or not you're in my head or not or whatever any of that is. We'll find out at the end of I'm this interview. Or i in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whether or not that's what it is, like, I mean, in there there is definitely some semblance of everything being connected, but does it mean anything that it's connected? I don't know.
0: Yeah. To be clear, I'm of the camp that definitely supports that kind of thinking, and I and it, uh, obviously you are as well. Um, like. You're never a hit at parties if you can explain away the the supernatural or the <laughs> the, the otherworldly, you know. No one no yeah. one finds that guy fun. Um necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I'm I it's something I'm curious about because I am always someone that's been very um interested in not even necessarily always the symbolism of dreams, sometimes the symbolism, but just the general raw Nature of them and the the bizarre, disjointed storytelling that comes with it, and I think that is again something that your music really taps into. Yeah, is a storytelling like I said that is familiar and yet kind of unlike, especially a lot of the other music within indie hip hop. Um, which is mm. one thing that also really attracted me to is is that I is that I I do listen to a a lot of uh, indie rap and indie hip hop, but I have a hard time finding a lot of it very unique and it's not to say i mean i, I know you know you're right. and of course like a lot of a lot of uh art starts as imitation i was actually talking with a, my guest last week on the show about this is that uh you know almost every great artist needs to imitate at the beginning that's just how they generally speaking that's that's generally how they they acquire their skills over time yeah. um but I do find that, especially with your work, especially, like you said, a late bloomer, so I think you've had a lot of time to ruminate on what your voice is specifically. Um, yours was just such a breath of fresh air and something so unique from anything I'd heard uh, within SoundCloud or the you know the indie parts of Spotify and Apple Music. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so do you think that now you grew up uh, with a with a father in Tampa Bay, Sean Brown, who's a, a he's a, he's a pretty lauded, uh, celebrated uh, jazz musician. Yeah, he, he's a genius musician. Yeah. yeah. And so do you, th- so, I mean, just from the way you talk about him, it sounds like I would think growing up that was he a pretty big inspiration for you in mm-hmm. that, in that field or?
1: Uh, Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into that, but what you said about, Uniqueness. I wanted to say that you can't. I don't think anybody can control how unique they are. And I think that I think you can distill uniqueness and you can focus uniqueness to communicate, but you can't add. You can't tack uniqueness on. So in in the sense of things being imitation, like I, I truly believe that if you are truly unique, you can't imitate. You 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 can't even. It's always going to come out as something very different than what you were intending to make Mm -hmm. because what you're perceiving is not what you can do what you're perceiving is very different than you're always going to feel like the things coming out of you are awkward in what they're entering but in 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 the sense of my my I mean, I'm not always like when I was in high school uh, and and, and I I actually I actually a lot of a lot of people don't really get this about me because of the way I sound and like I'm I'm clearly educated and things like that. But growing up, I was struggling like I, I lived in I grew up in the hood, but I was always in the top classes. I was always getting a very good education based on. My intelligence quite effortlessly. Actually, I I wasn't like studying more than everybody or anything like that. I would, it, it just was something that just came to me and just happened for me. So all the way up until probably I was a junior in high school, I was I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> yeah. like that was I didn't want to be a musician at all. I had no sort of inclinations toward that. But but depression became really heavy around that time and which illuminated for me that um that that I I I just went through kind of imagining my life if I became a neurosurgeon, if it all happened, if if I and then when I saw that if I got to the end of that road it wasn't worth travelling and that I wouldn't get what I desired, then I started asking the question, Well what do I desire? And when you start asking that question, I mean asking about your desires. That's like <laughs> That's 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 like a fundamental part of who you are. Like like if w- the 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 moment you start to question your desires, of course everything else is going to change. And it just so happened that around that time I met this woman um, who was a protege of uh, or or colleague of Luciano Pavarotti, mm-hmm. and um, I learned under her. Um, I started taking voice with her, and so so it was. I was originally singing operatic work and yeah I, I just kept going but but then obviously my father had a subconscious influence right because my spirit didn't feel right doing what was essentially being handed to me was like this 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 life and uh but but it just it wasn't for for me and then after that moved to new york uh, did some some theater there did a lot of musical theater there so i got a lot of singing done then and and um I, I I just felt something in me come coming out and like that that feeling of like your true desires sort of surfacing is actually woke god <laughs> right like 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 that's it's one of your tracks uh, yeah from
0: black Coco, yeah
1: yeah and 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 that's what that is is like and of course woke is a um slang term now it, it do, doesn't have doesn't have any Any like academic meaning to some degree, but what I think the feeling behind that word is, and what being woke truly is, is it's not like, it's not like, it's not anything political, it's not being like, it's not being like in on the most progressive thing. You don't have to be progressive to be woke, you don't have to be anything. I think what it is, is realizing that there are infinite options in which you can go down and unearthing which of those options actually fits very messily with what is also your messy existence. Because if your life is too clean, if it has no rationalities, you are most likely living a lie because you should be irrational. Your desires should be in contest and should be in contrast to who you think you are they can never catch up just based on what we were talking about before the relationship of the subconscious mind to the conscious mind if you can never fully just by principle if you can never fully understand the unconscious mind you will always be behind where it is so if you are Forcing your subconscious mind into the space of your conscious mind You are then hindering your own growth as opposed to the other way around Trying to glean where your conscious mind should go from your subconscious mind Which then allows you to grow into that messy true being that you're supposed to be that being that feels that whole that whole scope that whole um, spectrum of light as opposed to thinking you have to see or feel any particular type of light
0: so i mean if i could put it as concisely as possible because that's a weighty task in and of itself uh it's it's essentially like a level of um not just self awareness but uh sort of self-actualization and a, a yeah. full degree of being in touch with well with you with your unconscious as you say yeah uh which so you believe that that is fully pos that that is completely possible to be completely in touch with your unconscious, or is it a thing we should continue to pursue and get more and more in touch with it?
1: I think it's possible, and I urge people to pursue it. And I think it's impossible. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I her think. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. Yeah, you know. But 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 going going further into like sort of my path. Um. So then I, I was in New York. I did the musical theater stuff, and and I was living in Harlem at the time. And I was actually in New York during the rise of the hipster, which is where the hipster came from. The so hipster came from New York.
0: Late aughts, like 2007-ish, two thousand seven ish, two two thousand nine.
1: I was I was in I was in New York from 2008 to 2013. Oh yeah,
0: you were there right at the beginning of the you yeah, were there at the right. Razor scooters and Fedoras still being a young people thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, right,
1: right, right. I was there right when that was kind of coming up. I guess it was kind of a uh, Razor scooters. Wait, what that? Razor scooters? Maybe, oh, um, that, that, that that just caught me off guard. I, I I was like trying to get through that thought. I was like, Razor Scooters? I feel like it wasn't was that on a, a f- right? Ra- <laughs> Holograph, you've ruined it. <laughs> there we go, fixed
0: it. But uh, no, I feel like I remember this being there some perception. Maybe I'm completely off balance. I feel like I remember hearing that like the Razor scooters, like are well, not originated, but came back, hit a sort of new renaissance with the Brooklyn hipster in the late aughts, early tens. Am I completely wrong? Maybe. I, I mean, I, like I, I remember reading a BuzzFeed article I'd, or two about I'd that. I think
1: more popular with hipsters around that time were like, one speed bikes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like those yeah. bikes that like don't have any chain you're, you're sweating bullets trying to like trying to ride that thing uphill because there's just nothing helping you with the force yeah Lo- but you just love it because you don't really love it but you want people you to wa- think you love it y- you want people to look <laughs> like you're in th-
0: you're you you're someone who's definitely not self-actualized but you're going for <laughs> the
1: appearance of it um yeah well yeah yeah i i, I'm, I mean yeah 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 so I, I was around the time during that and there was a lot of like the idea of the hipster definitely became something very different but around its inception, it was essentially, which is why I'm drawn. Like around that time, I was deep in the rock. I was super deep in the rock. Couldn't be deeper in the rock, right? <laughs> because that's where the most creative expression was happening at the time.
0: Are you talking about like the the iconic hipster rock of that moment? Yes. Yeah. Like Arcade Fire. Or yeah, that kind of, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Like that. Like, that kind of stuff. Like 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 Ratatat, Crystal Castles. Animal Collective, uh, just just like pretty much any, there's so many of them, I can't, I can't name them all right now. Cut Copy is one of my favorites. Yeah, around that time, they were making way more creative work than hip hop was And I had been on hip hop for Like like, and I, I've never been off of hip hop Like I've never like stopped Even when I was hardcore rock I wasn't not listening to hip hop I was still listening to hip hop But like I was more so focusing on 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 rock at the time It was, it was more interesting uh, to, 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 to me at the time But that's, that's what drew me back to Hip hop now Is cause like where hip hop is now Is to me Where rock was Around that hipster era, yeah. like there is way more creative stuff happening in hip hop than there is rock right now, in, in 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 my opinion, from from what I've heard, because like I I've, I've gotten a lot of people kind of sharing with me all kinds of rocks going on right now, and and I'm still like thinking back to earlier sounds, like comparing it. But what's happening in hip hop right now is unprecedented. To, to to my to my knowledge, I I haven't heard anything really like it like it it, it, it's its own breed but 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 so i was there during the beginning of that whole movement very much so inspired by the arts that were being shared and and just 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 by the expression the the very live expression that was happening around that time you know um I don't know what else I got to say about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't think anything, <laughs> anything more said on that. I think I think we covered a lot of ground there. I think um, that it's so interesting, though, to hear you put this all into perspective and give this timeline because I think it also speaks even more to the I – and mean, I've, I've used this adjective already, but I think it's very fitting – the eclectic nature of your music is that uh, now that you've sort of laid this all out on the table – so much of it, you, you know, uh, training from uh, uh, what was it a, um, a student of Luciano Pavarotti? A colleague. A colleague. Excuse yeah. me. I mean, so like there, because you have a very kind of operatic timber in a lot of your voice in the music as well. You have um, there's a performative nature to it that sort of goes hand in hand with uh, with the uh, uh, acting career. There is a kind of rock nature in a lot of the music, too, for sure. Yeah. Even uh, just like the experimental qualities of jazz like with your father, like it's, it is all there. So I think that kind of ties back into what I was saying with your music being a very raw depiction of who you are as an mm-hmm. individual. So do you think that with your level of uh, self-actualization that you're at at this point, with that very distinctively you voice, do you think you've reached... Or are close to reaching your peak level of like authenticity and now it's just a matter of expanding that voice, or do you still think you're trying to dig deeper into who Holograph is?
1: Um, yeah, it's furthered, much further to go. Like I said, I'm a late bloomer. Like I didn't start on this stuff as early as as as, as others. So that's that's kind of how I think of this whole thing. Is just in, in terms of that because a lot of people like to and I hate this, but a lot of people like to think just because they're older than you, that means they know more than you or they're more experienced in something than you. But the way the way I like to think of it is like, it's however long you've been doing the thing that you're doing, that's your age. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. that's your career age, let's put it that way. Right. And of course, like your experiences that come with being a man and getting older are gonna change given your age. But, 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 but it's possible to be in similar stages of development. For example, like I have an older cousin that's like pretty much my father's age, but he's, he's, he's in his like mid 40s or something or, or late 40s or something like that. And he, me and him are at the same stage in our life because he's doing something different than anything he's done before. And he's felt like this need to like, to, to, to like change. And, and it's, if you can strip, the things you see of those qualities of those words that you attribute to them that separate them from who you are, you can start to see the dissimilarities the, the in stages of development of other people. But when you get hung up on those ideas, it, it, it separates you from other people and it also makes you um unwilling to grow. For for example, this um this 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 idea is like really, really crazy to me is like and I, I, was, I was thinking about it very, very recently. Was how this concept of old heads, right? People who aren't with the new hip hop wave, because um, they think the the old stuff can never be beaten.
0: Still, uh, Gangstar, Mob Deep. Still <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, they're like, yeah. they're
1: like, there's no way. And it's it's even filtered itself into people that aren't quite old heads yet, but. But but, but some people idolize that music so much, they don't even keep up with what's going on right now. and and they make music. Like these people are making music. But what they don't, and, and, and this is what I'm trying to say about these like uh, these elements underneath is what they don't realize is that the elements that if Biggie was making music today, It wouldn't sound like what his music was in nineteen ninety five. Right. Like it, it just wouldn't. Like the production would be way better, would hit harder. So even at a fundamental level, if you're not listening, if you're not at least educating yourself on music that's going on right now, if you're not at least in the mix like trying to figure out what's going on right now and you're trying to make music based on what happened then, your beats are probably gonna be are probably not gonna hit hard to, to 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 where like when people turn it on and your song plays and then I chew by Ski Mask plays right after. There's gonna be like oh junk like this Ski Mask song is way better just because of the, the the production everything the raw materials constantly get better. So 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 is I so so I, I guess what I'm talking about is like that nature of like you uh, once you separate those qualities and take those qualities out of it, it it it, it definitely leaves room for you to 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 uh, I identify a, a singular pattern through it all that that you you know it, it it kind of the the pattern sort of changes and 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 it's 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 definitely like a bit a bit harder to keep um to s- sort of keep a hold on but it allows you to establish common ground
0: and it's also i think um it, there's absolutely nothing wrong in fact it's it's a pretty great thing to draw inspiration and build upon the the tools that were set up by these older artists i mean they were great in their time for a reason they yeah. m- most of them have yeah. held up for a reason because yeah. they broke new ground and also built off the things that the artists before them were
1: right doing. right true true
0: um so but it's it's a it's a different matter entirely that if you want to imitate that sound and if you just want to bring that sound back, it isn't going to work. Yeah. You have to do something new with it. You have to yeah. create, you have to, you have to do something new with the
1: familiar. Yes, um, exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You, you have to do something very new with the familiar. Like I, I try to think of time in the sense of, because you look back on history, there are groups of geniuses lumped into 300 years. You know, and and history says that they all had pretty much the same ideas. <laughs> right. You, you know, so when, when there's like 30 years between some people and they're just like, oh, nah, I, I don't mess with that. Like, I'm just like, well, it's 30 years. It's right. no, that's literally nothing. That is like... Your music probably sounds exactly like it's, theirs, it's and Nat you don't King even know it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, like your your generation is 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 probably everybody that exists within several hundred years of where you are right now in either direction. Which which is like really really kind of kind of trippy to think about. But that it's 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 one of the reasons it's really important to kind of like. Realize how much people are connected because like we can make a stronger statement about our generation if there's some sort of common ground, if there's some sort of realization that we're all more or less the same. And of course, we're not all more or less the same, but there is a quality underneath there that does connect us all that if we're able to find and latch to that, we can possibly leave a staple on our time and at least be remembered as a powerful collective of people you, you know like 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 if if you're gonna be forgotten you can be remembered together with others
0: right and so do you do you feel that i mean of course you're you're relatively new to this as well but you know as you said as we've said a few times uh you know late bloomer you've uh, you've definitely had a lot of time to ruminate on this do you feel that in this world of uh, indie hip-hop, which is actually kind of an avenue I've explored with a few different kinds of artists in this now very DIY yeah. internet world where anyone can put anything out there at all times. But do you feel that, given that there is such a hugely competitive pool now to get noticed, and of course you have your people like your uh, Post Malone's, XXS, Tentacion's, et cetera, that do come out of this, this world just by happenstance and putting out something really good and marketing well, and
1: having, th- and having a, a label, but yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, to be <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's also very
0: important. Um, yeah. But, you know, of course, a lot of artists make their own, too. Um, do you feel, though, that uh, – do you feel that there is room for – kind of circling back to something we were talking about a lot earlier, that there's room for sort of early baby steps imitation? Or do you think that once you put your stuff out there – it's got to be really good and you have to just keep building on that really good thing. Or do you think it's it's okay for artists to sort of show a novice side to them publicly at the beginning? Or is there just not room for that in the I, think, anymore?
1: I think you can't perceive whether or not you're a novice. No. So if you're making something that you don't want to make, you're only doing a disservice to yourself. Because your idea of what's good and what's bad is not what's actually going to be received. So, I I guess like if someone is like sort of worried about seeming like a novice, the longer they worry about that, the more they're going to be distracted from actually overcoming that. So just just create. I like 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 I, I that's that's what an artist is, in, in in my in my conception is someone that creates. If you don't create, you're not an artist. I mean, that's like, 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 if all your ideas are in your head, if you don't decide to go somewhere because of this, because of that, if you want to imitate, if 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 imitation is what makes you create, imitate. If making something new is what makes you create, make something new. I get bored with things very easy like when i listen to an album i rarely go back to it like i'll I'll give it one listen and be like oh i kind of got it there there's some people i go back to because there there's some like there's some like thing there that i'm like gleaning from it that i can't understand i'm just like i gotta get more of whatever my body is learning from this or whatever it is but for the most part i just listen once and then keep 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 it moving but I I think in the reason why I make the way that I make is because like if if I'm bored I'm just not going to do it. I'm just so I I, I in, in in a sense I'm keeping myself entertained to some degree while doing something that I feel a strong need to accomplish. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, so that I think that yeah, ultimately there is a you don't feel that in a world now where once your stuff is up, anyone can download it and rip it and hold on to it. You don't feel that there's um, it can backfire on somebody to... Of course, they don't know. Like you said, they don't know that they're a novice. But you don't feel like there's a way that it can backfire on somebody to put out something not great at the beginning. Or not not at least very
1: good at the beginning. I mean... Um, um, yes, I get. I mean, I, I guess if you think about it in the sense of... No, I mean, have you ever gone back and listened to, like, the biggest artist now? Um, Kendrick is amazing. I think he's the best MC out right now, just straight up. I think he is, like, 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 Is I actually don't consider myself an MC. I consider myself a hip-hop artist. But I legit think Kendrick is, like... In my opinion, he's better than Tupac. In my opinion. Um, In my opinion, he might be the greatest MC of all time. The
0: old heads are already getting their pitchforks and torches. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: In my opinion, he might be the greatest MC of all time. But, I mean, Jay-Z is a hard one to compete with. It's between him and Jay-Z for me, but probably him. And if you listen to his like early early stuff like pre-section 80 I personally didn't have a connection to it no. i I didn't I didn't I didn't quite like it that much no. I mean
0: even section 80 took a bit of getting used to it for me it was it wasn't <laughs> sold the first time around <laughs> right yeah. so yeah.
1: I mean at, at 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 some there's no way getting around the fact that you need something people want mm-hmm. and that's something that I hope that I have. That's that that that's something that an artist is always, that's a, that's a concept an artist is always wrestling with, whether or not they have something that other people want. Because if you don't have that, no matter how good you are, no matter how good your technique is, your song could sound the best technically. Could You could put it through the, uh, wh- what is it, Ozone? And it could be perfect. It could, it could be hitting all the right... Your your producer can sit back and go sonically. This is so good on paper. If you think you have something people want to listen to, or if you feel such a strong need to create that you can't not create, that's when you do it. Like like considering whether or not you're gonna be a novice or like I didn't make for a while because I didn't feel confident enough to make. Mm-hmm. But that had nothing to do with whether or not I could have made something good. That had to do with my own feelings about what I could do, and I wasn't at a place where I felt like. I was worth being listened to.
0: I mean, it's still good. You weren't. You weren't. Uh, I mean, you were taking that time to ruminate. You weren't that that guy that sits back and said, "You know, I could have played for the NFL if I didn't have a bum knee." Like you, you know, you <laughs> yeah. you you felt not confident yet to put it out, and that's a different story than feeling confident, knowing you can do it, and then just not doing it. You true. True. That's, yeah. So I think that's perfectly reasonable, and evidently you've come a long way. As uh, I think our listeners who aren't already familiar with you are. About to find out, well, right about now. Because I think uh, now's a pretty good time to wrap this up as any other, I think. Um, All right.
1: Um. So, so I got a show coming up. Uh. If you can come out, I would love to see you there. It's going to be at uh 1159 South Main Street in downtown LA. You can also find out on my Instagram. It's the last thing I posted. Um,
0: that's going to be, at, at, at the time of this airing, that's going to be tonight, right? That's N- good. Wednesday? Yes, yeah. it's gonna be
1: Wednesday from nine to eleven. Um, be there at nine, if you can. If you gotta come in later, that's cool too. But I, I go on last. So you might still still be able to catch me. I'm headlining this show. Also, um, EP coming out next month, September. Uh, I'm gonna have a full rollout coming. Please, uh, uh, if if you can you know uh keep up with me if you think that you could possibly do so is that, that word that right <laughs> what's i think so yeah. it sounded <laughs> right. good to me all right all right cool um yeah 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 so um keep keep up with me uh black black goku's up right now if you want to listen to that uh but uh black, like all black... Major
0: streaming platforms yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it, it's on all major streaming anywhere you look it up soundcloud whatever spotify amazon deezer you probably don't even know what Deezer is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's on it. <laughs> so so um Apple Music. Um and, and also I uh, got my E P come coming out, uh Black Pizza ish. Uh that's uh but it's not ish, obviously. Right, it's again,
0: remember, in fur, ladies and gentlemen. In fur.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh and that's gonna be a really exciting project. Um it's gonna be a really exciting project, gonna be some stuff. You haven't heard before, and you're gonna see some growth out of me, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something that you don't know you want. I think
0: we're all excited to hear that. All right, <laughs> holograph. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Really right. appreciate it, man. Appreciate
1: you too.